I started recording. Um, you can too. This just for the reveal, and then we'll do we'll do all the stuff that we need to do. But okay, so what's the bad news? Okay, I'm recording now. It's nothing that affects you at all. Don't worry. It's all me. So what? You're dying. I'm dying. That wouldn't affect. Me. I will not be able to see this movie. <laughs> so that's for the audience. No. Um. So as you know, I pre-purchased my ticket for Venom Let There Be Carnage, and I posted uh, on Twitter about it. Uh-huh. I pre-purchased them two days ago at like 9 o'clock in the morning. Had some issues with my credit card. Had to cancel an order, repurchase a ticket. Um, and so I did that. This morning, uh, I get an email from AMC that says, Ethan, thank you for seeing Let There Be Carnage at AMC. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess they're sending emails before you go to shows now to be like, hey, here's your reminder. Don't forget to like buy snacks before you come in. No, I fucking bought a ticket for yesterday at 11.15 in the morning. <laughs> I didn't go to that show. I was at work. You didn't skip out on work? No. Also, we had not recorded the podcast yet. So why would I do that? So I spent... Not all, I'm about to spend 20 something dollars on this fucking movie. Hey, the the upside is it's a small indie movie. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be helping out some struggling artists. The box office numbers for this movie will be highly inflated due to me and my <laughs> failed ticket purchases. All right, and now just so everyone knows, on mic, I have just purchased my second ticket for Venom Let There Be Carnage at the theater I actually wanted to go to for 11 a.m. tomorrow. (laughs) Ah, thank God AMC has their 30% discount savings. They will not refund your ticket for a show you forgot that you were supposed to go to, but they will give you 30% off on a ticket to a new show as long as it's before 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Ah... I posted a picture of my fucking ticket online and everything. It said the date on it, and I just didn't go. (laughs) I didn't notice anything was wrong. Hey, at least I got the email, because I would have shown up at the theater tomorrow morning and been like, this is my ticket. (laughs) And you would have looked like a noob. You're already going to look like a noob going to see (laughs) this movie. I added a question, will they hint at the Marvelverse or the upcoming Morbius? <laughs> oh, they're probably going to <laughs> Is that open-ended or should that be... Oh, yeah. If it's open-ended, we can go into more detail. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm so pissed that I spent that money. <laughs> I'm pissed that Kira's not going to go see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> she has stuff to do. Takar is going to go see this with me. She's never even seen Venom 1, and she refuses to see it. (laughs) Takar, if you're listening, uh, I don't blame you for having not watched Venom 1. (laughs) It's just so great. Like, I didn't watch The Sound of Metal 
But the idea of Riz Ahmed being nominated for an Oscar <laughs> after only having seen him in Venom is baffling. <laughs> All right. Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. Not One to be confused. Of three game shows where someone is Chris on a movie they haven't seen. Okay, first of all, it's not one of three game shows uh, where someone's quizzed on a movie they haven't seen. That's zero other podcasts. That's still that's still just us. I'm pretty sure we could claim uh, creative. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We could still claim that we came up with that. I'm your co-host, Wes. <laughs> and I'm your other co-host, Ethan. Um, for those of you who are confused, we have found two other podcasts with very similar premises. <laughs> Both with very famous guests and hosts, which is not really fair for us, is it? So if you're listening to this and you're enjoying it, tell your friends that we started in February of 2020. <laughs> Technically, we started in November of 2019. I just didn't know how to get the podcast uploaded back then. Yes. And the Wes, current I also score... have a review for our show. Uh, if you would like me to read that now, or would you like me to save that for the end of the show? Uh, why don't you just tell me now? <laughs> All right, for sure. Um, so I just wanted to say if anyone reviews our show, any star rating at all, preferably five, uh, I'll go ahead and read your review on the podcast. This one comes to us from... Ness Brizzle. Uh, Ness Brizzle is actually some one of my college roommates. Uh. Hi, Jake. Uh, I know you're still in season five, but you'll catch up to this eventually. Uh, he writes, This show perfectly merges the love of great movies with the feeling of mental superiority after hearing someone answer a question you know the answer to incorrectly. The two co-hosts are both engaging and hilarious. Thanks, no doubt, to years devoted to the study of long-form improvisation. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. Uh, although one of them really carries the show, the other makes up for it with their monstrous sex appeal. <laughs> you decide. Their love of Kubrick will surprise even the biggest 2001 A Space Odyssey fan. <laughs> no. Check out Year One Season 3 Episode 7. Five out of five, best podcast for movie recommendations and easy listening. <laughs> Thank you, Jake, for that review. Thank you, Ethan, for writing it and sending it to him to upload. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I did it. I'm, I'm certain, and I love the fact that he wrote that specifically to cause the two of us to fight. <laughs> but we all know neither of us are talented, and certainly neither of us are sexy. <laughs> Although, yes, I did study for years in an improv temple. <laughs> we both uh, lived a nomadic life studying long-form improvisation. <laughs> I don't frequently cringe about having to talk about improv. Right. All right. So uh, for all of you who are rejoining us, we've taken a few weeks of a, uh, of a break. Um, <laughs> One. Was an was an episode uploaded last weekend? Uh, no, not yeah, last week. So, I uploaded an episode on September twenty fourth. There was an episode uploaded on the first. There was no episode uploaded on the eighth. 
Okay, so we will we will have only taken a week off, and in that week, uh, one of our lives have changed significantly. <laughs> but we are back with Venom. Venom's here with us, recording. You're talking about Luke, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone in the world's gotten married <laughs> over the past week. But only one! Was it you? <laughs> only one confirmed marriage <laughs> last week. If we didn't see it, it didn't happen. We're back with Venom. Uh, <laughs> Let There Be Carnage. Great title to what I imagine would be a great movie. Uh, we loved the first one so much, we had to come and visit the sequel. We, we were too busy to see it opening weekend, but we're going to see it as soon as possible. Hmm. Wes today and me tomorrow. Oh, yesterday. Uh, and, and yesterday. I'm seeing it twice. So for those of you who are confused by the fact that neither of us have seen this, this is again like when um, we quizzed each other on Mortal Kombat or uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. And uh, we created a generic quiz uh, just to see who can get any points, who either which one of us can accurately predict how this movie's gonna go. Uh, and based on the last ones, uh, I think it might be Wes, just considering <laughs> how poorly I did on the last two. <laughs> I did. I, I won Godzilla vs Kong, didn't I? Mm, who cares? See. Those are in the past. Let's keep moving forward. We're back with Venom. You won Godzilla vs. King Kong, and I resoundly beat you in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you annihilated me. Um, yeah, so we wrote some questions here for Venom. We're going to go over it, and then the second half of this episode, we'll both have seen the movie, uh, and we'll go over our answers and a little bit of the movie. All right, so we have some open-ended questions first. What will we need to know from Venom 1, Ethan? So I've seen the, uh, Venom more than you, uh, quite a few times more. Although I just assume you need to know that Eddie Brock has a parasite that lives in him. Its name is Venom. Uh, we'll need to know that we saw Woody Harrelson at the post credit stinger. <laughs> and he plays Cletus. <laughs> I read Spider-Man co- comics growing up, and I don't remember Carnage's <laughs> host name. And uh, we'll need to know that Eddie was once married, or was once engaged to a woman named Anne or Annie. <laughs> okay. And I think that's it. I don't think we need to know anything else. I'm going to take a bigger swing. I'm going to say you need to know absolutely nothing from the last movie. I think going into it, and I'll be able to verify this with Takara as she goes to see this movie, I think you literally need to know absolutely nothing about what's going on, and you won't be confused at all. You'll just go along for the ride and just accept things as they happen. Now, that's that brings up an interesting question. Are you thinking that this movie will catch you up? Or A, it'll catch you up. B, you need to know nothing. Or C, even if you did know stuff from the last movie, it won't matter. I think you literally don't need to know anything. I think this movie practically is standalone. Okay. Cool. 
Next question: How much will the other symbiotes matter? I might. I think I have a leg up on this one, so I'll go first. There is one symbiote from the last movie that I've seen in posters around Venom. California. No, not Venom. <laughs> <laughs> it's the yellow one. Um, and I think that one is Shriek. So at least one of them will matter. But I'm going to say they just ignore the other two. I'm going to say hopefully they won't matter at all. I, I couldn't care less about the symbiotes from the last one. Just give us Carnage. He's enough. I'm sure. Maybe. I don't even know. He should be enough. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Oh, hold on. I just thought of another open-ended question. And it is related to the one we did for the last quiz. How does Cletus Cassidy end up with Carnage? <laughs> Do you think we should have that or that should be a bonus question? We can make that a bonus question at the end. All right, I'll throw it in. All right, so what do Carnage slash Woody Harrelson each want? I think they both just want to eat people. They're both fully down for eating human beings and getting big. I think uh, Woody Harrelson, just like his father, (laughs) wants to kill people. (laughs) Did you know Woody Harrelson's father was a murderer? What? No. I thought you were talking about the character Cletus Castle. Woody Harrelson's father is a murderer? (laughs) Yes, I believe so. And he doesn't like to talk about it. Uh, Now I'm desperate to look (laughs) for the interviews with Woody Harrelson for this movie. Because Cletus Cassidy is a convicted serial killer. (laughs) But Carnage, I think specifically, while he enjoys killing and eating people... I think he specifically just wants to kill Venom. Prove that Carnage is the strongest. Very similar to the last movie. Hey, don't say that's similar. Riot had completely other goals. He 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 was like, yo, I'm the leader of the symbiote invasion and we're going to take over Earth. Okay. That's a different goal, Wes. You can't just say Carnage and Riot are the same. <laughs> What acts of incompetence will pay off for Eddie that wouldn't for any other person? So this is a callback to scenes from Venom 1 where, you know, he's trying to open up a locked cage and he just busts uh, a keypad. <laughs> uh, he doesn't do a lot that's smart ever, but I'm trying to think of dumb things he can do. Uh, I think he's going to be hunting for... A bad guy, he's going to fall into a dumpster outside of the bad guy's headquarters. But it turns out the bad guy was at the dump the whole time. He wasn't supposed to be going to the headquarters. Um, I'm going to say that writing one article about Cletus Woody Harrelson will skyrocket him back to, <laughs> to his fame as a reporter. <laughs> Oh, no. That sounds so correct. (laughs) Like, if that's not the last thing that happens in this movie, I'll honestly be shocked. Let let the audience know here, 
If that's correct, I will fully give Wes five points. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, I want to answer this one first because it leads directly into my last answer. Will they hint at the Marvelverse or upcoming Morbius? I think he's going to land a job at the Daily Bugle. (laughs) Um, And will there be a reference to Morbius? I don't think so. Who's playing Morbius again? Oh, what's Jared? his name? Yeah, Jared Leto. God damn it. What the <laughs> why are we still casting him in shit? Um I will say that this movie was made before the more positive talks between Sony Pictures and Disney. Okay. I don't think that they'll hint at the Marvelverse. I do think they will specifically dig at the Marvelverse, though. Like, there won't be a crossover, but it'll just be, you know. Spider-Man's not some pussy kid. He's obviously played by Andrew Garfield. (laughs) What if this takes place in the Amazing Spider-Man universe? What if they make that? What if they make that claim? You know, Andrew Garfield's been just riding the return badges role by denying that he is in that movie at all. Um, but I will say that there will be a reference to Morbius, but it's a blink and you miss it moment. It's one of the stories that Eddie was working on, and he was like, "There's nothing. There's nothing there." Well, now I'm starting to think maybe there'll be a post-credit scene where Eddie tosses down a newspaper that there's an article about some vampire attack. (laughs) (laughs) Why are they making a fucking Morbius movie? Right? Like, who fucking cares about Morbius? I know the question was like, who cares about the Guardians of the Galaxy way back then? Who cares about Morbius? (laughs) Jared Leto. Finally, the Fing Fang Foom movie we always wanted. (laughs) All right, you want to jump into multiple choice? Let's do it. Number one, what's going on with the Life Foundation this time? The Life Foundation for the Uninitiated is Riz Ahmed's company from the last movie. Uh, A... They're experimenting on one last symbiote. B, they're completely trying to cover up and deny any relation to Riz Ahmed's character. C, they're only mentioned in one newsreel, very tangentially. Or D, not much. I'm really stuck between the last two. I really don't think the Life Foundation is going to play any sort of role in this movie. But... Mm. Just to cover my bases, I know we didn't need to know anything from Venom. Well, I think it still makes sense. If you don't need to know anything from Venom 1, I think there's going to be a newsreel at the very beginning of this movie just to catch you up. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, and I'm going to say that they're experimenting on one last symbiote. (laughs) I'm holding out hope. Basing all of my knowledge on the one poster of Shriek that I saw (laughs) at the corner of Hollywood and Vine. Are you sure it just wasn't left up from the last movie? I'm certain. (laughs) Because it said Venom Let There Be Carnage. And it was a completely 
different character that we had not seen in the first movie. All right. What will Anne, or is it Annie, be up to in this movie? A, some legal shenanigans to figure out who Cletus Cassidy is. B, trying to balance life with her new fiancé with her love for Eddie. C, she will also get a symbiote. Or D, she will finally confront Eddie about murdering her cat. I don't even remember if that happens. I always think that it does. I think legal shenanigans. I think Annie's character is once again going to be incredibly involved with the plot of this movie. Okay, I'm going to go with trying to balance life with her new fiancé and her love for Eddie. We're just going to go with the tried and true... (laughs) Same story from last movie. She can fix him. While also being engaged to someone else. <laughs> yeah. She can fix him while cheating on her current partner. Maybe they have an open thing. We didn't talk about that. Mm. All right. Somewhat related to the last question. Uh, what is the state of Eddie's current romantic life? A, he's still pining after his former fiance. B, only loves Venom now. C, seemingly has no romantic interests. Or D, he's gay now? And I need to make it clear, Venom does not have an assigned sex, which is why I think it's different. There'll be another character that we meet with whom Eddie will become infatuated I'm noticing in the quiz, I like how there's bullet points and right after it, A, B, C, or D. Like, we couldn't... Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say he only loves Venom now. All right. And how about I only love my weird parasite dog now. I'm going to say... This movie is still too attached to trying to make him human. So I'm going to say he's still pining after his former fiance. They're trying to make him human in the least interesting way possible. Bonus question. (laughs) Bing, bing. Will Venom. Bing, bing, bonus. (laughs) Bing, bang, bonus. Will Venom and Eddie kiss again? Yeah. I think so, too. I think uh, Andy Serkis, who's directing this movie for some reason, (laughs) Uh, I think he really latched on to that moment from the last movie, and uh, he's just going to go for it. All right. What shared characteristics does Venom share with Venom in Spider-Man 3? A. Venom hates loud noises, especially bells or pipes, a la Stomp. Stomp could beat Venom in in (laughs) Spider-Man 3. With all they need are some brooms. (laughs) I'm just imagining, like, what if Gwen Stacy in that movie had survived, was still dating Eddie Brock, and she was like, let's go to a Stomp concert. Topher Grace still has venom in him, and he's just like, ah! <laughs> Well, it wouldn't stand out that much, because I've been to a stomp concert, and that's how <laughs> everyone is. 
hey, 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 I've met a bunch of performers who were doing stomp, and they were very nice. That was just my improv team impersonating <laughs> And you guys are very nice. Some of us. Um... <laughs> All. Venom can sling webs now. There's a part where Venom in this movie only speaks and screeches and grunts. I don't know if you remember that Venom does not talk in (laughs) Spider-Man 3. I forgot. They made him a full alien. (laughs) Yep. Or D. Uh, Nah, there's none. (laughs) Uh, I think they're going to let him sling a web. I know that they had his tentacles in the last movie, but I think we'll see one projectile from venom generally a character who does not have projectiles or webs yeah i think i'll go with that one too i think it's they're taking baby steps to forcing disney's hand (laughs) (laughs) they're like you're gonna make spider-man because aren't they trying to force their hands making silk as well i think so which is fine i want to see silk on screen. You want to do the next one? We need more Asian characters in cinema. I should make it clear to everyone who only listens to the podcast, between last episode and now, I have seen Shang-Chi. He was forced to. I was forced to not have the first movie that I see in theaters be Venom when I could support Asian Americans. (laughs) What'd you think? I liked it. It was really good. You want to do the next question? Yep. Which is something we will not see in this movie? A. Venom will team up with someone to beat Carnage. B. Eddie will fuse with a different symbiote. C. Carnage will talk. Or D. All three of these things will happen. I'm actually having a tough time with this one. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like... It's very possible Venom will team up with someone to be Carnage. It'll be kind of a Dark Knight Rises situation. Venom can't be Carnage on his own. I fucking forget the Catwoman. <laughs> and Robin. Joseph Gordon. And Robin. Shut up. It makes me so angry that his name is revealed to be Robin. That's the worst. I remember, th- I remember seeing him at the adoption agency and going, wow, they're actually going to call him Dick on screen. And they go, your name is Robin. It's like, fuck this movie. <laughs> Best Christopher Nolan Batman. Um, I think, though, I am going to go with, A, we aren't going to see him, see him team up with someone. I think he's going to team up with Carnage. I think there's going to be, be another character. Yeah. Okay, I think it's going to so be that's... a Godzilla versus King Kong situation. Mecha Carnage. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say B. I don't think Eddie's going to fuse with a different symbiote. Okay. I want Eddie to become this amalgamation <laughs> of every symbiote that comes to Earth. All right. Some true or false. We will have a comedic scene where Woody Harrelson eats a bunch of food you wouldn't normally eat. I didn't read this one before. 
So this is, of course, based on the fact that in the first movie, Tom Hardy just goes around his apartment eating garbage, spoiled chicken, and frozen tater tots. I just like how matter of fact this one is. <laughs> and that it's forced to say it's a comedic scene. The first one, the in the first movie, it was supposed to be two. <laughs> You know my answer. It's true. We'll see it. <laughs> I'll say true as well. <laughs> <laughs> true or false? Woody Harrelson's wig looks okay in some shots. I'm going to say false. I don't think he has a wig anymore. <laughs> you think that's his real hair? The thing is, I think have he you buzzed seen a bunch it. Of... I, I'm going to say he buzzed it. He will buzz it? Yeah. Okay. What do you think? So I'm going to say false, but because it never looks good. I don't know if you've seen any posters, but it sounds like you haven't. <laughs> but every piece of promo art for this movie has him with like um, an undercut on both sides. He's still got the top, but then his hair mm-hmm. is in like a, a pompadour that's not standing. So it's just like his hair slicked down in front of his forehead. So kind of like an anime character. <laughs> Yeah, he looks like an anime character, which, let me tell you something, if there's one actor in Hollywood current day that absolutely could not pull that off, it's Woody Harrelson. I want to see then we're gonna Woody read the Harrelson tri- play Ash Ketchum. Oh, I beg you. True or false, one of us will pick up on queer coding between Venom and Eddie in this movie. A lot of people on the internet really seem to be shipping Venom and Eddie uh, as of the last movie, and also this one. I didn't really see it last time, <laughs> even though they did kiss. I think it's because Venom is a weird space monster that maybe <laughs> I didn't catch it. Maybe I didn't catch the fact when he's a <laughs> when he's a human and open with his sexuality. <laughs> So, will one of us pick up on this queer coding? I think I will. But you're saying no. Uh, you don't think No, either... I think I'll get I think I'll get it this time. Actually, no, I think you'll get it this time. So, you're going to say true one of us will. Yeah. But it won't be me. It's just because you're so close-minded. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real reason. They're like, "Oh, they're just really good friends." It's a nice friend kiss. <laughs> and one is, it's because Harry. Shout out if you're listening. Um, I've read uh, Bone Rider, at least the first four chapters of Bone Rider, which is uh, basically sexy Venom. <laughs> and let me tell you, children, if you're listening, skip thirty seconds. His internal exoskeleton jerks him off from the inside of his body, dude. <laughs> That's Bone Rider, and I need to see that in Venom. It was hot. Like, I'm not joking. It was <laughs> it was good. Anyway, true or false, the action scenes in this movie will be brighter and less blurry. Uh, I'm going to say true. I think Andy Serkis, at least being on board, will bring a more gravitas to the CGI and action scenes. Uh, and I agree. I think Andy Circus. I think it's a sequel, and I think Andy Circus is good enough to make sure that that direction is clear. Yeah. 
True or false, woman venom will make a reappearance. Now, this is like saying Black Spider-Man to me. I feel like woman venom could refer to multiple characters. <laughs> one them <one> woman. <laughs> one them venom. <laughs> Get excited. <laughs> Wunan venom is coming. What's your name? <laughs> Wunan venom. <laughs> They're French. Let me make that clear. It reminds me, uh, I was uh, leading kindergartners in library time this week, and I was explaining to them, like, what book series are, or, like, how I organize the library based on, like, collections all by the same author. Mm-hmm. And I read them, Brown Bear, Brown Bear, what do you see? And then I was like... <laughs> We have a lot of books by the uh, this same author. His name is Eric Carl, and then they all gasped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it because he had two first names, <laughs> or because their minds were blown that one person <laughs> could write multiple books? <laughs> I genuinely think it was neither, and there is some <laughs> unknown reason that I'll never be able to know. I think maybe it was just time for them to gasp. <laughs> Very possible. Movies have been slow recently because they've been catered to the audience of children who all collectively know there is a time to gasp. <laughs> we know this because we both saw Adam's family, too. Wunam Veman will make a reappearance in this movie. True or false? I'm going to say true because the definition of Wunam (laughs) Veman is not clear. (laughs) Okay, true. (laughs) I'll say true as well. (laughs) But I think it will be Anne. I think Anne's going to, it's going to be very similar. Anne's gonna, Eddie's gonna get separated from Venom, and Anne's gonna be the go-between. And she gets even bigger titties this time. Oh, yeah, if there's one thing Andy Circus can do, <laughs> it's uncomfortably sexy CGI characters. Pull for the audience. Was Caesar hot? Hmm. Shoot that back to me. Or was his wife hot? <laughs> Cornelia. Uh, and then the final true or false question, Carnage will turn good somehow. Now, I want to make this clear. I'm saying Carnage, the symbiote, will turn good, not Cletus Cassidy. I I don't think so. I think th- if there's any possibility, I think they're going to team up. But just like the comics, Venom has the capability of doing good sometimes. But Carnage, at the end of the day, will always continue doing evil what about you what do you think carnage is gonna realize that cletus is evil and eat him from the inside how much does it take to realize (laughs) he's like whoa 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 i like to eat people but that's to survive cletus you don't have to do this and then just 
All right. <laughs> Am I trying to be correct? Absolutely not. So some bonus questions. Uh, Woody Harrelson actually does a fine job as Cletus in Carnage. I say yeah. I, I <laughs> Look, maybe I'm biased because the last movie with him that I just watched was Apes 3. And he was pretty good in that. I think that he's working with Andy Serkis again, who seems to get a good performance from him. I think he'll do fine. I'm not saying he'll do well, but I'm saying it won't be offensively bad. I didn't think about him and Andy Serkis being together again. But I'm going to say false. I don't think... (laughs) I think he will be practically in (laughs) non-presence. Do you think he's going to do one of those hillbilly laughs? laughs? Probably. Cool. God, I can't wait to see interviews with Woody Harrelson about his murderer father and what it was like to play a serial killer. Again, he doesn't like to talk about it. I think I've only seen one or two interviews where someone tries to bring it up and he quickly tries to change the conversation. He can't not talk about it this time. He really can't (laughs) not talk about it. It's too related to the project he's working on. This dumb superhero movie is going to uncover far too much about his past. Bonus question number two. Will the movie talk about the heroic turn of Venom into anti-Venom? I don't know what that is. I'm willing to bet Andy Serkis and especially Tom Hardy <laughs> doesn't know what that is. I'm going to say false. That, does, that The movie will not mention that in any way. You don't think that um, after his performance in the first movie, Tom Hardy's son wouldn't have a creative role? I think uh, after the first movie, Tom Hardy's son and him have developed a strange relationship. <laughs> There's a big fall. He has to live in a different guest house now. Tom Hardy's son, not Tom Hardy. Where he collaborates with Tom Holland. (laughs) (laughs) And what about you? Do you think? As much as I'd like them to, I'm going to go with no. I think, yeah, I don't think these movies work if Venom (laughs) becomes a hero. So, yeah, they're he's not he's not going to be a full hero ever. I say make these movies work as though these movies work in the first place. All right. And what was that third bonus question that we added? I added a couple more. Um, One, just because I'm curious and you mentioned them before, where will this stack up with our other bonus movies like Godzilla versus Kong and Mortal Kombat? I think this, I I think I'm going to like this better than both of them. And I I fully agree because right now it's, Mortal Kombat was the worst, and then Godzilla vs. Kong was better. I think, I'm not saying a lot better, but just a little bit above Godzilla vs. Kong will be this one. And I hope we're both disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, and how does Cletus get Carnage? How do you think? I think he's had Carnage the whole time, and we're not going to go into it at all. He was born with Carnage. It's a it's a mutated tapeworm more than it is a symbiote. Born this way. Um <laughs> I think it's going to have some callback to the comics. I think there's going to be um 
some kind of situation where Cletus's blood mixes with venom to birth a new symbiote. And there will be some kind of mention of Venom being like, I'm a daddy! (laughs) I'm not gonna kill my son, Eddie. Uh, Man, that would be so cool if they actually referenced that comic origin. I don't think they're gonna do it. I think it's possible. Guys, go watch Spider-Man 3 uh, in between now and when you watch Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Honestly, it's pretty good. (laughs) Like, it's fun to shit on that movie, but at the end of the day, honestly, it's entertaining and fun. I remember. I used to watch it all the time. I had a DVD of it. Watch it again. Uh, You you do have to rent it right now, but it's. I I thought it was good. All right. I think it'll be better than this movie. So we are going to go watch this movie real quick. I'm going to double check and make sure I bought the right tickets. <laughs> Sunday, October 10th. That's tomorrow at 11 a.m. If anyone wants to come with me who's listening to this now. And remember before we switch over to results, Charles Harrison was an American hitman and organized crime figure who was convicted of assassinating federal judge John H. Wood Jr., the first federal judge to be killed in the 20th century. <laughs> Charles Harrison is the father of actors Brett and Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Hold on, that's we're, we're saying Brett's first? That's how it is on Wikipedia. Out of all of that, that's what I take the most offense with. And there is a subheading on Wikipedia called Allegations of Involvement in the Assassination of JFK. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. We'll be right back uh, after this short break. One hour and seven minutes. Okay. Hey, everybody. We're back. We saw Venom 2. Let there be carnage. It's not called Venom 2, though. It's just called Venom Let There Be Carnage. Venom Too Much Carnage. Venom Far Too Much Carnage. That'll be the next one. (laughs) Somehow. (laughs) Oh. So I guess we'll, we'll both score as we go along. Yeah, I think that sounds good. Okay. Oh, fuck me. I keep looking at the question that I already know your score for, and I'm not happy. <laughs> or very happy, because I did say that I would do that. <laughs> I just want everyone to know that I really didn't have any prior knowledge of this movie going into it. I just saw the trailer, pretty much. And I have seen probably far more than you. And I feel like that is always my Achilles heel. <laughs> that I think my knowledge and passive research will serve me. And it never does. <laughs> or just being a fan, as we learned in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say I was a fan of Venom either. Yeah, but I'm just saying in the in the case of Mortal Kombat, you were a fan. <laughs> did yeah. not did not go over well for you. No, it did not. All right, but let's get into what everyone's here for. Uh, we both saw this movie in a theater. That was neat. 
Uh, I live tweeted my experience. So if you want to go try to check out that labyrinth of a tweet thread, you can. Takara and I went to a movie theater that we probably will never return to. <laughs> <laughs> just in a bad part of town or just it's... really bad patrons? Because it sounded like really bad patrons. It was some rowdy patrons. Takara didn't mind them so much because she didn't care about the movie. So she didn't care what they were doing. <laughs> Um, I didn't care about the movie, but I just have every single Marcus Theater I go to, I have some kind of bad experience. And it it's just another check on the box. Um, and also, it's just to... like in a... There, there are closer theaters. I didn't do my research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I finally went to the AMC that's really close to my house. The seats aren't the comfiest. They're not the cool recliners, but mm-hmm. they'll do. Honestly, I don't like the recliners. Sometimes I like them, but I find that the material they're made out of is very squeaky. Yeah, it also sticks to your skin if you're sweaty. Yeah, or if you're not wearing a shirt. <laughs> or if there you're was just a... nude. <laughs> so there was this this very they, they leave uh thing. they leave uh, skid marks. Anyways, you <laughs> nothing. I was just gonna talk about the. Tr- trailers that i watched prior to the movie sure <clears throat> i don't need to anymore. <laughs> one of them was just this really cringy note that was like you know you're not in your house anymore so there's some rules you have to follow first you gotta have your clothes on <laughs> i was like yeah sure as i started removing my shirt and pants <laughs> all right so what will we need to know from venom one Venom one too many. Uh, you said that you need to know nothing from the last movie and that you wouldn't be confused at all. That this movie could be considered standalone. Absolutely fi- not. <laughs> I, yeah, you need to know some stuff. As soon as Venom showed up on the screen, Takara was like, wait, what's that? What's going on? <laughs> And I assured her going what Venom is. I assured her going into it, she wouldn't need to know anything. So there I was whispering to her everything she needed to know. She's like, "Where's Spider Man?" (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, in the 1990s, Marvel was going bankrupt. You had to start all the way from back there. Um. But I would argue that if you hadn't seen... This movie doesn't really lean on the last movie a lot either. You just kind of need to know about the production history of the last movie more so than the plot of the movie itself. However, I did give you that bone and you didn't take it. (laughs) They... There isn't a lot of relevant crossover from the last movie to this one. Um... Mm -hmm. But there is a good deal of talking about what happened in the last movie. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to... Like, Takara wasn't complaining about any of that stuff. (laughs) No. It's not like they linger on anything for too long. That you're like, oh, I should know about this. Yeah. Like, maybe the only thing you needed to know was that Eddie had a relationship with this woman. And they were engaged to be married at one point. And what Venom is... (laughs) 
<laughs> that would it would help to know what venom is and where he came from. So you got a point for saying that yeah, you need to know that he that Eddie was engaged to Anne or Annie. It's pretty consistently Annie throughout this movie. In this movie they actually talk to her a lot more. Her name's Annie to her friends and Anne to those who are not. Yeah. And uh Eddie has a parasite. Carnage showed up. <laughs> pretty much everything you said there is good to know you didn't need to know that carnage showed up but useful <laughs> so i give you a point. little helpful they they give you that at the start you didn't have to watch the stinger to the last movie if you didn't want to <laughs> uh i asked you how much will the other symbiotes matter you said they won't matter at all you could care less about the other ones, and Carnage should be enough. Technically, that's correct. So you get a full point. You said Shriek would be in this movie. I don't believe Shriek is. Okay, so here's actually where I had a nitpick, because I was listening really closely. At one point, Carnage does call her Shriek, and she is associated with the color yellow, like Shriek from the comics. Who's she? But she is a completely different character. She is not Shriek. She's not in this movie or what? Shriek is um the the girl. What's her name? Fat oh, FB. Oh, okay. Yes. Shriek that... is Woody Harrelson's love interest. Facebook. Yes. <laughs> I also I thought that too when I saw that. <laughs> her name's Facebook, dude. For those of you, we probably won't talk about it at all <laughs> going into it, but uh, uh, there's a point where we see uh, Eddie stumble upon a tree where Cletus Cassidy, uh, Carnage, uh, when he was a boy, carved uh, CK plus, plus FB, FB in a heart, <laughs> and Ethan and I both reached the same conclusion. <laughs> that... <laughs> Louis C.K. loves Facebook. Solely platform for a stand-up comedy. <laughs> besides uh, every comedy club he goes to. I was going to say, besides <laughs> everywhere. Um, yeah, so I don't get any points, but it's weird that they reference the existence of the character. Yeah. Weird. What do Carnage and Woody Harrelson want? <laughs> <laughs> this is a very f- <laughs> unintentionally fun aspect of this movie. <laughs> because <laughs> it that is meant to be this kind of the stinger <laughs> to, to the whole movie. What do they want? <laughs> very, very infrequently do we ask this question... And think it will appear as the climax of the movie. <laughs> Honestly, it really should <laughs> not good practice to have a character's chief motivation be hidden <laughs> <laughs> until their demise. Citizen Kane. So you said, uh, Citizen Kane, CK. <laughs> Citizen Kane loves Facebook. Uh, w- 
you said that uh, Carnage and Woody Harrelson would both want the same goal, and that's just to eat people. Kind of nihilistic. <laughs> Uh, I would say I get half a point. Carnage does just want to eat people. <laughs> no, Carnage very explicitly says he needs to kill Venom. It's less Which clear why. It's just played off as daddy issues. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'll give you half a point for this question, because you said Carnage specifically wants to kill Venom. <laughs> but you did say that Woody Harrelson, just like his father, wants to kill people. <laughs> um. But as we both know from... The great line, but one of the best lines in this movie, <laughs> Woody Harrelson reveals that all he wants is for Eddie to be his friend. <laughs> all I wanted was your friendship. <laughs> and then Venom says, fuck you. <laughs> you too. Uh... Yeah, Takara and I both laughed out loud in the theater. <laughs> I thought it was fu- I thought it was supposed to be funny and I thought it was funny. <laughs> I didn't know if it was supposed to be funny. <laughs> I still uh, don't feel like this movie was competent enough. Every time it was trying to be funny, I really didn't laugh at any of their jokes. You didn't care for Sonny and Cher? That was the only funny joke they made. <laughs> and it was right at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> there was another part that I laughed at, but I can't remember what it was exactly. I I think that Venom is pretty consistently fun to have on screen, and I'm glad he had more screen time in this movie. Yeah, him going to that uh, gay nightclub was fun. We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, the next question, here it comes. I asked you what act of incompetence will pay off for Eddie that wouldn't pay off for any other person. (laughs) I'm doing a victory class. (laughs) You said he would write one article about Cletus that would skyrocket him back to his fame as a reporter. I said that I would give you five points if this is correct. It's correct. Almost word for word, it happens on, like, CNN, some fake CNN. Someone says, and Eddie Brock is back on top. (laughs) It happens at the beginning of the movie. The only piece of evidence we see about his fame is that he's able to purchase a brand new TV almost instantly. (laughs) And a few people recognize him on the street. (laughs) A couple, yeah. What? Okay, so this was something... I found a lot of things in this movie confusing, such as just, like, line delivery, but, like, I couldn't understand what was being said sometimes. Yeah. But, um, I would say one of the more confusing aspects to me was what was the article about that Eddie was writing? Like, the timeline of when he wrote the article and when he discovered the bodies, Cletus, very dumbly... (laughs) carved into the wall of mm-hmm. does it take a i mean a, a rocket scientist to put together <laughs> that maybe these locations he's drawing on his wall are where he's buried famous bodies. rodeo beach landmark um i thought i thought that it was pretty quick after that like he put it together the same night and then released the article 
Uh, I just want to commend the transition that uh, was used to go from the drawing of Rodeo Beach to the location. I thought that was really cool looking. Sure. Um, but yeah, I thought it's just a real quick turnaround time for all that work that Venom did. Yeah. Uh, and you said that he randomly ends up at uh, the bad guy headquarters without the bad guy being there. There's not really a bad guy headquarters. Yeah. The police do kind of end up in the bad guy headquarters <laughs> without us being told how they knew it was there. Right. <laughs> that bugged me because I was like, the police show up looking for Facebook and it Francis something. Yeah. Um, and I just couldn't help. You know, Eddie called you. He didn't tell you where that was. Yeah. Did we... Do we know that Eddie even knew where he was supposed to No! Be? <laughs> <laughs> it's very unclear how he just got there. Well, there was only one wedding happening in the city. <laughs> it's true. One confirmed wedding. Uh... So I didn't get any points. Yeah. And then... Will they hint at the Marvelverse or the upcoming Morbius movie? <laughs> you said there would be no, absolutely no hint of the Marvelverse. They, in fact, take digs at it. and But there would be a brief reference to upcoming Morbius. Okay. I was wrong. <laughs> uh, but so are you. Because you said he would land a job at the Daily Bugle, and also there would be no reference to Morbius. I guess I have to give you some points for saying that there would be no Morbius. So I'll give you half. Okay. Um, but first, before we talk about the big thing... And you get zero. Uh, and I get zero. Before we talk about the big thing, was there a trailer for Morbius before your movie too? No. No? Okay, that movie looks not good. <laughs> I've seen stills, I think, from it, and yeah, it doesn't look good. <laughs> it's like, on one hand, do I want to support Jared Leto? No. Uh, and on the other hand, do I want to watch this way too edgy take on a character that no one knew existed? Also no. <laughs> so it'll be on the show. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the post credit scene. Uh, if you don't want spoilers, I guess skip to this timestamp. Ethan, put in the timestamp. One hour, seven minutes. If I didn't, too bad. So in the post credit scene, I think this is one of the sloppiest scenes in the entire movie, to be quite honest. This is the production company saying, we got it, we have to put it in now. Eddie's just sitting on a hotel bed and he just is talking to Venom and saying, Hey, you got, hey, Venom, you got any, uh, like, I don't know, you keeping any secrets with me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Venom's like, Well, in fact, I am, Eddie. <laughs> Let me tell you a secret. And then there's a weird pause. Mm hmm. And then there's this weird transition and the color palette changes. 
Yes. And Which makes... I actually really like that the color palette changes. I think that was an important distinction. Right. It doesn't make Eddie or Tom Hardy look better on screen. In fact, it makes them look far worse. <laughs> yeah. The, we need the shadows to hide that face. <laughs> um, so the transition made it seem kind of confusing. Like, what was that pause? Why? Like, I think it would have made you, more sense. Do you want my theory? Or are you just describing it? I think it would have made more sense if, like, this transition to the Marvel-verse had happened like mid sentence when Venom was answering something, was about to answer mm-hmm. something. Because as we know from just the trailer for the next Spider Man movie, it's Doctor Strange Right who breaks the multiverse. Mm-hmm. So my theory is that they had a very long pause in dialogue because they didn't want to make it seem like Venom is the one who made them shift to another universe. Then write different dialogue! (laughs) Right, they should have written different dialogue. But I think that dialogue was to hint at the fact that the multiverse does exist. But we're going to be shown it anyways! (laughs) (laughs) But we're there, and there'll be some weird bright sunlight in either Multiverse of Madness or no way home that makes that happen now my question is now that we've talked about this part do we want to talk about how we feel about this (laughs) yeah let's do it i felt very tired (laughs) honestly and maybe this is me tipping my hat at how i felt about this movie i don't want this venom in the MCU, because I think that'll only be bad for Venom. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, I said this before. I don't remember if it was on podcast or off, but the tone of the MCU is so different right. than the tone of the two Venom movies. This movie is a bit more comical and slightly more lighthearted. That said, Look at the carnage sequence in the prison. That does not fit in the MCU at all. Like, if one extra thing happened, this movie would have been rated R. Yeah. It's... And as Takara pointed out, why would Venom fucking exist in a universe with Tom Holland now? We all know, just looking at Tom Holland, Venom could eat the shit out of him. (laughs) Right. He doesn't stand a fucking chance. There's been a bunch of power creep in the MCU lately. You haven't seen Shang-Chi. Characters in the MCU have become so stupidly powerful that it doesn't make any sense. But Spider-Man's the only one who's left behind in that power creep. (laughs) And can we also talk about the power creep in Venom let there be carnage the fact that yeah (laughs) there's one point i think the best uh i think there's two good examples but the best example is when cletus is just driving across the golden gate bridge that's the golden gate bridge right yeah 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 he's driving across the golden gate bridge and they agree that yeah carnage can eat people as long as he helps cletus out and then they're like mm-hmm. laughing, laughing, and then Carnage just 
rips out his tentacles, lifts up a car, and throws it out of the bridge. And I'm like, <laughs> and, and like the car is shooting spikes out as well. I'm like, what can't, like, how on earth would Venom ever beat this guy? It still doesn't make sense how Venom beat Carnage. No, it's not super clear how that fight resolved. It was cool, but it doesn't make sense, really. Um, because Carnage literally Clean- was enrapturing a church. <laughs> yeah, he covered the entire building. And um, Cletus is still a murderer <laughs> like inside there. If he doesn't have Carnage, he's fine. Like, I think that Tom Holland Spider-Man would have a tough time against Cletus. <laughs> right. Just look at Vulture <laughs> in, the, in the first one. Speaking of, uh, I, I tweeted about this too. Michael Keaton is in Morbius. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's kind of the same situation of... What's his name? Who played Quicksilver in the... Oh, uh, not Luke Evans. Um, Evan Peters. Yeah, Evan Peters. Evan Peters has now played two different roles in X-Men and in the MCU. So I guess they could just play it off as, oh, this guy has lived just two different lives. Yep. In different universes. When are they going to have Chris Evans come back as the Human Torch? Captain Torch. (laughs) Human America. (laughs) As if the metaphor wasn't. (laughs) Oh, he's not a captain. Kind of like, what if it was like Batman, Man Bat? If it was Man America. (laughs) Man America. Uh... So, All right, so that's yeah, we both were exhausted by the Marvel verse. Honestly, I am worried that Venom's gonna cheapen the return of Doc Ock and Green Goblin from the Toby Me movies. too, because like I was, I I rewatched the other Spider-Man movies. I was really excited about Doc Ock and Green Goblin coming back. I'm not saying I I I hate this Venom. What I am saying is I hate him. For the MCU. <laughs> I was worried about Electro. I'm more worried about Venom. <laughs> <laughs> really? Are you? Is that a real statement? Yeah. You? <laughs> I honestly think with Electro, they're just going to give him very little screen time. <laughs> but you're concerned that Tom Hardy will elbow his way into yes. more screen time? <laughs> yes, I'm very scared. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh... Hopefully, hopefully it's fine. Hopefully they dissociate from him again quickly and we can get other Venom movies that are not related to Marvel, uh, the cinematic universe yeah. or the comics. Yeah, fuck those two. Uh, but that's that. Next question. So multiple uh, choice. Oh, so you're walking out of open-ended op- questions. <clears throat> what? Coming out of open-ended, Wes, you have seven points. <laughs> and you have one. all right so multiple choices next what's going on with the life foundation this time uh (laughs) 
<laughs> options were experimenting on one last symbiote, completely trying to cover up and deny any relation to Riz Ahmed's character. And uh, they are really only mentioned one, in one newsreel and, or not much. Uh, you really overestimated the <laughs> the lifespan. Any connection of, to the last movie? The lifespan of Life Foundation. <laughs> you oh. you said it, they were experimenting on one last symbiote. Not, not, nope, not, not uh, that didn't happen. They are not mentioned in a newsreel, but are mentioned in the same breath as the lobster restaurant, which is mentioned as being. A bit bizarre, which I was surprised that Tom Hardy being a producer and a writer, yeah. he wrote this movie. I'm surprised that he allowed them to slap that scene because I feel like he would be like weirdly proud of it. He was proud of it. He thought it was fun. <laughs> but I've watched interviews with him. It seems like in this movie, they kind of dissed it. Uh... I'll give you I'll give you one mark for a tangential reference. So I'll right. still give you a point for this. All right. So what will Anne or Annie be up to in this movie? Mhm. You said some legal shenanigans to figure out who Cleese Cassidy is. That's what I said. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, not true. She is up to legal shenanigans, but uh she's trying to out of all the answers we had, the closest one was trying to balance her new fiancé with her love for Eddie yeah. and Venom. She kind of loves both of them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you got that correct. She's fine in this movie. She was, Dan's... She was about the same as in the last one. <laughs> yep. Uh, we'll get to that later. Um... And then Dan, her fiance, he's a weird character. I don't think they know what to do with him. <laughs> he helped, and I was shocked. <laughs> I thought one of the weirdest parts of the movie was when Venom and Eddie get separated as they're falling from the cathedral. And Dan mm -hmm. just has the... Out of nowhere, he just reaches his arm up to catch Venom... And then Venom moves from Dan to Anne to Eddie again. I thought that was a cool scene, but no, logically, it doesn't make sense for Dan's <laughs> actions. Or Anne. Well, I think they were falling off of something, and Dan was holding something for support. It looked like he but stretched that, his hand out. That that part was a little dark, so <laughs> that I'll part? let you feign confusion. <laughs> that part? Hey, it was brighter than the last fucking movie. Uh, next multiple choice question. What is the state of Eddie's romantic life? Honestly, the more interesting question here would be what is the state of Venom's romantic life? Yeah. <laughs> um, but the options were still pining after uh, his former fiance. Eddie only loves Venom now. Seemingly has no romantic interests or gay question mark. <laughs> Uh, you said that he only loves Venom now. That's not true. He's pretty much just yeah. pining after Anne or Annie. It's Venom who seems to be deeply in love with Eddie. Venom loves Eddie. I think he also loves 
Anne in a weird way. But I think he only loves Anne because of how much Eddie cares about her. Yeah. Uh, he also loves Mrs. Chen. Yeah. And Mrs. Chen loves him. <laughs> I saw Mrs. Chen shocked she came back wanted way more of her on screen <laughs> right this felt like again this felt like another fan fiction movie <laughs> yeah someone watched the first one they're like i gotta tell the next story <laughs> and it was tom hardy who wrote the fan fiction too which is the, honestly when i was watching the credits and his name came up first under screenplay my head almost exploded <laughs> I was like, he wanted to come back? <laughs> and get more involved? <laughs> yeah. He, he's... he's a producer. <laughs> he wrote the screenplay. He wrote the story. <laughs> he seems like he's trying to do the whole uh, Deadpool thing. But, like, Ryan Reynolds loved Deadpool. It doesn't feel <laughs> yeah. like Tom Hardy has the same love for Venom and Eddie Brock. <laughs> and that comes through, but... Yes. Uh, so yeah, you get a point for pining after former fiance, which I thought would be boring, and it was. Bonus question: Will Venom and Eddie kiss again? You got faked out, buddy. Yeah. You said that it would happen, and Andy Circus loved that moment. <laughs> uh, you also got faked out. <laughs> oh, I said it would happen. Yeah. Damn. Do we have another? Okay, hold on. It'll the thing I was talking about comes later. Okay. What shared characteristics does Venom share with Venom? <laughs> Spider-Man Three. <laughs> uh, you said Venom can sling webs now. <laughs> you said you did too. <laughs> he sure can't. Nope. Sure seems like um, he will be able to in the next one. <laughs> yeah, he probably will. Uh, especially since we saw Carnage throw <laughs> spikes. Uh, now, one of the things that we added for this question is that he would hate loud noises, especially bells or pipes. Mm -hmm. I think that would have been the most correct. Yes. Um, I mean, it, But I believe that... It was established in the last movie as well. Mm -hmm. But... The fact that there's a literal church bell. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, we end up in the same place that Peter loses Venom in Spider-Man 3. And almost the exact same thing happens. Yes. And it's awesome. <laughs> Which is not something we will see in this movie. Options where Venom will team up with someone to beat Carnage. Eddie will fuse with a different symbiote. Carnage will talk. Or all of these will happen. Uh, I mean, you were correct. You did say that Venom would not team up with someone to beat Carnage. Wait. Hold on. Venom did team up. Maybe not consensually. <laughs> with Shriek. To beat Carnage. With Shriek. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Or that dumbass cop who is a damsel in distress. Fuck. 
First of all, a cab, the usual uh, Weasney standard. Uh, he doesn't do anything this whole movie. Such a sucker get captured. And now he has powers, I guess. I was actually more surprised that he showed up again than yeah. Mrs. Chen. <laughs> That's is there. Was he in the first movie? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Oh wow! I cannot <laughs> believe they brought that character back. Tom Hardy, way to go and care about some rando character that no one can remember. I believe you were right because Eddie does not fuse with a different symbiote in this movie. Um, In fact, he loses his own symbiote. Yeah. So you do get a point for that. I wish we saw more of him bumbling around and failing to succeed in everyday life when he lost Venom. Yeah. I will say... Venom CGI wise looks just about the same. I think Carnage's design wasn't that good. You didn't like it? Yeah. What was it the weird like dark face and then red rest of everything else? Yeah, I know that's how he's kind of designed in the comics, but I just felt like uh I don't know, his eyes weren't quite right and like his I don't know. I think they could have done a better I... job. Also, too many tentacles. I, I think maybe the base design wasn't great, but whenever I saw him moving, there were so many extra features that they added to him, which I thought were really cool. Uh, like, something I couldn't stop looking at is, if you looked at his tendrils that were close together, mm-hmm. there's always, like, a little bit of webbing in between, in between it to show that it's, like, flesh. Mm-hmm. And I thought, they didn't have to do that, but they did. And the the way that it looked when it was coming out of Cletus's body, it looked like they had mapped every single piece of string with a tension point. And I was honestly baffled by Carnage when it was moving. But the overall, just like drawn design, I think you're right, wasn't amazing. All right, true or false? You want to read these ones out? Yeah, sure, I got it. Uh, True or false, (laughs) We'll have a comedic scene where Woody Harrelson eats a bunch of food you wouldn't normally eat. You said true. And you also said true. That doesn't happen. (laughs) Not a lot of light moments. A lot of rhyming (laughs) poetry for Woody Harrelson. Now, a unique scene we did get, which I I thought was a neat choice, was that uh, animated section where we see like his drawings come to life. Mm -hmm. Didn't expect that, even a little bit. I thought it was neat. Nope, wasn't expecting it. Honestly, it looked, it, the animation looked good, didn't fit the movie. <laughs> no, no, it was some, someone in the visual effects team was like, I got an idea. And somebody else said yes, and it made it in the movie. Good for them. It's interesting. I don't know if it fits. <laughs> Uh, Woody Harrelson. Uh, the next. Yeah, you say the next. One. I got it. Next question: True or false? Woody Harrelson's wig looks okay in some shots. Uh, you said false that he buzzed his hair. It's not a wig. It's a fade. Eventually. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's a wig. I think you're right. I. It still doesn't look good. It doesn't look good before he shaves the sides. Yeah. Oh, right. When he's in prison, that wig looks terrible. And then when he shaves the side, it looks bad because no one wears their hair like that. Especially someone of Woody's age. (laughs) No. 
Uh, so I'll still give you a point for it not being a wig. You said false. It never looks good. <laughs> That's on you to make the subjective call. I'll give you a half thought. a point. <laughs> when you look at him from the back, it looks okay. <laughs> How many times does it's really that just happen? The f- like twice. <laughs> Uh, true or false, one of us will pick up on the queer coding between Venom and Eddie in this movie. Uh, Wes, you said true, that you would get it. I didn't pick up on it. <laughs> it's it's not <laughs> subtle. <laughs> this time, it's not subtle. <laughs> it's very much there. And uh, I also got it. I picked up on it. Uh, I I thought it was fun. So I, I liked because- it. Because... Two of us picked up on it, and not one. <laughs> I was. I. I will give us both the point. Yeah. Um. I thought it was fun. I liked all those scenes. Yeah, I personally enjoyed the. I wish the movie was more centered around Eddie's and Venom's relationship because this movie yeah. keeps trying to establish relationships between all these characters and there's nothing there there's no meat there's no investment there they put more effort this time between eddie and venom and they only gave it like maybe 20 minutes cumulatively Mm -hmm. no it and the thing is what they were doing was good i loved the fight in the apartment uh i loved when they come back together um and the way that they the way that they talk to each other in the movie is great. I still don't really like Tom Hardy's performance at all. No, but... Tom Hardy sucks as usual <laughs> in this movie. And honestly, again, I had the same issue with the first one. Sometimes I can't understand what Venom is saying. <laughs> Venom? Yeah. I thought you were going to say Tom. <laughs> no, I can't understand what Venom is saying sometimes. I definitely couldn't understand what Woody was saying sometimes because he was speaking of poems. <laughs> <laughs> now, you understood that he was saying words, but them put together did not make any sense. <laughs> Which is why I really liked when Venom went, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> um, Yeah, but we got it. We liked it. We wanted more of it, frankly. Mm-hmm. Get, get rid of Anne and Dan. Get rid of them. <laughs> They make these movies worse. <laughs> Honestly, I was more fine with them. I was glad they got less screen time than the last movie. Yo, yeah. I was fine with their involvement. <laughs> I think we focused they more were... on Venom and Eddie. Anne and Dan can have a, a stronger role as well. Yeah. Okay. But they... Uh, I don't know how I would punch it up. Normally, when movies aren't Give great, I Dan can... a symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> he had one. He had one for a brief second. Uh, yeah, but like normally when we talk about movies that aren't quite there, we usually have a punch up or two in mind. I actually can't think of any because this movie is not complicated enough for me to add or like take away a wrinkle. I think it really comes down to the cast is so big and I don't care about almost any of them. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
The thing is, with these movies, the only character that I ever give, the only two characters I give a shit about are Venom and Mrs. Chen. Yes. Recast Eddie and we got a better movie. <laughs> Honestly, that's all I want. Put Topher in. Get Topher back. The action scenes in this movie will be brighter and less blurry. You said true that Circus would add gravitas, and I agree with that. I would say the the action scenes are brighter. I would say they're about just as blurry. There were, especially during the carnage scene, I know you liked the carnage escape scene, but it was hard to see what he was doing. Fair. The camera should have been pulled back just a little bit more. It was a little too close to carnage. And he was moving too fast. He's <laughs> too fast. My what eyes. it should have done? What it should have done was have him like be somewhere attacking someone, and then he jumps off a frame. And to communicate how fast he is, the camera has to follow after him and then see what he's done. Or do what Peter Jackson did in the second Hobbit movie during the barrel scene and put a GoPro camera on that character. <sighs> Um, but so yeah. I'll give you half a point. You can give me half a point too. I will say regarding the blurriness, one of the main problems with the last movie and their choreography is they thought it would be cool for the symbiotes to fight by intermixing with each other. <laughs> and that was a bad idea. And I'm glad they didn't do that this time. I... Don't know if Andy Serkis ever saw the first one. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it, and frankly, good for him. I think it would have made things worse. All right, you want to read uh, the next one? Absolutely, I will. You said Woman Venom will make a reappearance. You said True and Anne will mix with Venom again. By the bylaws of our show, I have to give you two points. <laughs> you also said True. Um, but you didn't know what that meant by Woman Venom, so I'll give you one point. <laughs> I was... Now... When when Venom starts mixing with other people when he leaves Eddie, he does mix with a couple women, including Mrs. Chen. And I was true. like, okay, I think I could fight <laughs> for this point still, at least for half a point. But then once he mixes with Anne again, and we see those Venom boobs... <laughs> Which are smaller and much more tasteful yes. this time. <laughs> Not as erotic. Not that there's anything non-tasteful about having large boobs. There's nothing wrong with yes. that. But the way that they were animated in the last movie felt a little too much. <laughs> so thank you, Andy Circus, And thank you, Tom Hardy. I bet it was written in the script. <laughs> smaller breasts. In parentheses, come on, guys. <laughs> uh and then the last true or false question carnage will turn good somehow uh you said false and you said true uh, they'll team up <laughs> why the fuck did i say that <laughs> so venom of course uh, carnage does not turn good carnage gets eaten at the end which I guess this one way. Weird. Yeah, it was a weird bold. Weird ending. <laughs> bold to get rid of Carnage entirely. <laughs> All right, then we had some bonus questions. Four bonus questions. 
Four points. Woody Harrelson actually does a fine job as Carnage. You said yes, Andy gets a good performance from him from their prior relationship. <laughs> I'll say that's true. I think that he did a good job. Uh, you said no, that he would practically be a non-presence in this movie. We get quite a bit of Woody. <laughs> I'm not saying we don't get any Woody. <laughs> as Takara said, she likes Woody. She thinks he's a good actor. She enjoys the things that he's in. He just wasn't given a lot to work with. <laughs> yeah. A lot a lot to ground the a... character. <laughs> no, 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 no. Cart... Cletus was not written as a grounded character. I think he did his best with what he was given, for sure. He used his personal relationship with his dad. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait for those interviews to come out. I need to, to watch them. I looked it up. There's a podcast. Five parts. Yeah, okay. I know, but... But not with him. No, but with his brothers. <laughs> uh, the next question was, will the movie talk about the heroic turn of Venom and mention anti-Venom? You said you don't know what that is, and Circus and Hardy don't either. <laughs> I think they might know. I think they might I know. I don't think so. I think, <laughs> I think Tom Hardy's son knows. <laughs> Wes, they said Lethal Protector a bunch of times. I don't that's know. Only I don't know what anti-venom is. What is anti-venom? Anti-venom is a is a short run of comics where Venom and Eddie Brock decide to do specifically heroic activities. So like they're fighting crime, they're being much more active than being an anti-hero. Okay. All right, then well, you don't. I'll still give you a full point, but I think I deserve one also. Well, because maybe they don't know what it is, but they did it on accident. <laughs> you said that no, uh, and Venom is just never good ever. <laughs> so I don't know if I right, can I... give you a point. <laughs> <laughs> I, frankly, I don't think you can. <laughs> Based on what I said, I don't get any points. Ethan, once again, arguing Wes more points and himself fewer. How does it stack up against Godzilla versus Kong and Mortal Kombat? Let's come back to that. Uh, Let's first talk about how does Cletus get Carnage. Uh, you said it's going to have a call back to the comics, some situation where Cletus's blood mixes with Venom to birth a new symbiote. Uh, there will be some ve- mention of Venom being a daddy. You nailed it. What do you want me to say? They did that. And it was cool as hell. <laughs> it's almost as if the same amount of thought that I put into coming up with that answer on the spot was put into the script. <laughs> It doesn't look. It doesn't matter if it wasn't thought through. The execution was good. I thought the execution was fine. It doesn't make sense to me how the symbiote was born through his blood. It was never explained. <laughs> Would have made the movie longer, and this movie could not take on that <laughs> weight. And, okay, here's something that I felt like was a crystal clear answer. Would have made the plot a little more interesting. But they completely went a different direction. The less obvious I think I know direction. where you're going with this. I thought when Eddie learns that Cletus is killing people with a symbiote, 
I thought the clear answer would be, you know, bring it back to the relationship. He's like, oh my god, Venom's teamed up with Cletus. That would have been cool. And now he's eating people. And Eddie would be, like, pissed off at Venom and, like, not believe Mm -hmm. Venom the next time he sees him because he thinks that he's a murderer. But instead, he makes the weird logical jump Oh my god, Cletus has his own symbiote now. <laughs> I gotta yeah. find Venom. Now, I thought you were going to say maybe they were going to tease the fact that at this crazy orphanage <laughs> that Cletus went to at the beginning of the movie. Which feels like out of another he... century. <laughs> it does. Um, where, I have to mention, they used a younger actor and dubbed him over... <laughs> With Woody Harrelson's voice, never a good choice. Absolutely not. Um, the that it would have been a, a like a a home for metahumans. Like he should have already had some sort of super strength or some mutation, because Facebook is there and definitely has superpowers. Yeah, that are somehow unknown. <laughs> yeah. And why was she kept in a facility with a bunch of other people later in the movie? Did those people also have superpowers? What is that facility? <laughs> no idea. Absolutely no clue. How did no one else escape? <laughs> I. What did you think of the line where Carnage's tentacles are wrapping around her cage? And she's like, this is so hot, baby. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I think that they were going for, like, weird white trash romance. I thought they nailed it. Sure. Even though she's black. And uh, you said uh, he's had carnage all along. Like you said, he was baby. He was born this way. Um, That's not true. It's just not true. Then finally, uh, segue into our reviews. Uh, how will this movie stay, uh, stack up with Godzilla vs. Kong and Mortal Kombat? This will be better than both. Yeah, we both said uh, that. Is what you said. We both said it. Yeah. I think it's better than both of them. Yeah, it was more interesting than Mortal Kombat for sure. Oh, um, and Godzilla vs. King Kong, it, there was, it was shorter. It was nicer. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there was more interpersonal conflict and grounding in this movie than Godzilla vs. Kong, right. which made it much more accessible. <laughs> and uh, even though uh, Venom didn't whip out a magical center of the earth axe, uh, I thought the fight scenes in this movie were better. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we can also say before we reveal scores... Um, would you rewatch this movie? Not soon, <laughs> not anytime soon. Um, but honestly, I I had a good time with this movie. I was thoroughly entertained. Um, of course, there were parts when it was slow. It's not the best movie ever made. It's not as good as any of the Planet of the Apes prequels, but. I like Ven. I like this universe's Venom. I like what they're doing with him, and I am excited to see more. Please recast Tom Hardy. <laughs> Please recast the central role of this movie, who's also now 
even more enmeshed in the franchise. <laughs> or just completely completely change the way that he plays the character because in the last movie he just sucked. Like I wanted him to be the cocky asshole vice reporter and he never was that. And in this movie he was nothing. He wasn't a person. Like he had nothing nothing going on. Right. Um Yeah, I don't think I will rewatch this movie. Uh for pretty much the same reasons I won't rewatch the the first Venom movie. It's just way too messy. It's there's there's better movies I can watch that are that do similar things as the <laughs> this one um you know if the if the venom franchise ever gets his act together maybe that movie i'll rewatch you know maybe disney will set venom straight <laughs> i don't know if they will i i i just i venom the first one there's no potential <laughs> in that whatsoever that's a piece of shit that's a bad movie this one, there's something here that just speaks to me, and it's like, this is almost... Something. Something. Yeah. It's not good, but it is almost <laughs> something, you know? Which is a good segue to my rating of this movie being not good. Hey, at least it's not whatever. <laughs> Which the first one very close, very nearly was. <laughs> I think it would have been if you had that rating back yeah, then. I probably would have given it whatever. Um, this one is better than the first one. It is. It is. It's it's markedly way more entertaining. My my expectations were through the floor bad for this movie, so they were shattered by what it was because it was watchable. <laughs> but apparently not to the other guy that was in the theater with me. <laughs> Or the ladies coming in and out of mine. <laughs> what the fuck was that about? Were they just trying to make it big in Milwaukee? <laughs> it's South Milwaukee. Not South Milwaukee. South side of Milwaukee. Um, yeah, I don't know. They just kept coming in and out saying like, Hey y'all, we're back. They're, fam- they're on Instagram. They're on TikTok. They're on my Instagram. I was taking pictures. I'm like, hey, they're back. Y'all. <laughs> they're back. Y'all, they're back. All right. So time to time to reveal scores. Wes, I think that you should reveal my score first. Ethan. As usual, lackluster. <laughs> Ethan, you got a solid 8 out of 10. I like That's that. fine. A fine um, score. Wes, uh, in classic bonus movie fashion... You more than doubled my score. Uh, you received 17 and a half points. What can I say? I do exactly what this, what this movie would be. Because uh, one thing you didn't see in the credits is it was story by Tom Hardy and Wesley <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> So, uh, for all of you Venom heads out there, you've probably already seen this movie. (laughs) For the rest of you, good night (laughs) and good luck. We have been, and thank you all so much for listening, 
to this special edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. We'll be back next week, probably, with kids' movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, haven't figured out exactly how we're going to do it, but we will. Uh, the current score was Ethan 8, West 17 and a half. Don't follow us on Facebook anymore, but do follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It, uh, where you can go ahead and read my play-by-play reactions to Venom. Let there be carnage. Did your phone die and... in the theater and then you plugged it in? Because it seemed like there was a point where your tweets stopped because you were like, oh, my phone's about to die. And then you came back. I was enjoying <laughs> the movie. <laughs> I had no snarky quips to make because I was having a good time. All right. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Follow me at Powerful Goose or on Letterboxd at eGeese. You can follow Wes on either platform at Baby Wesley. And remember, I don't have the script up, so Wes can come up with something off the dome. And I don't know if we said this last time. Remember, the silent treatment helps avoid conflict. Did we say that last time? I think we oh. did. I think we did. Okay. But you, your audio on that episode isn't good because you stopped recording too early yeah that's right well it's always a good reminder that the silent treatment does in fact work and it probably will goodbye bye